You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers, Josue here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is covers superior than the original, so grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geek Elite Media presents Drewbox Vertigo. So let's find out who's around the table for our show. We have a new new guest, please welcome Chris Christopher Franey. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. I'm super excited to talk about music, so this is awesome. Dude, I'm so excited for you to be here. I think we, you and I have talked comics before at a, at a tailgate session years, years, years ago. Um, <laughs> but if you want to tell listeners uh, where else you're from or any plugins uh, that you want to do. Well, let's see. Uh, so, yes, uh, I love talking comic books, so definitely check uh, myself and Mitch out. We do Imagine If for Geek Elite Media. Um, then, uh, let's see, I do some comic book reviews for um, Adventures in Poor Taste, so AIPTcomics.com. And then I just try to, like, I'm trying to get back in touch with writing some original stuff, uh, comic book stuff, so then definitely check out the Geek Elite Media website, geekelitemedia.com. Ah, fuck nice. yeah. Awesome. And returning... And always welcome. I'm so happy I get to say this over and over again. Here we saw some Daniel. Hi, thanks for having me again. I, you have no idea how much I love being on this uh, on this show. Thank you for having me as a reoccurring guest. <laughs> Dude, I love uh, I love we you love so much. <laughs> I love the way you sound. <laughs> for the listeners, the way you sound, the reason why he sounds like this is because he had a crazy night, a crazy weekend in Vegas, and uh, and I'd rather say that for him so he doesn't have to waste his breath having to say it all over again so <laughs> that's the way re- that's the reason why he sounds like that and lastly as always we're gonna have ourselves some keith yo um this is always one of the episodes we look most forward to because it's oh i know there's so much out there and i'm really excited to get into it with you so um yeah yeah i'm just really excited and i hope i don't repeat too much i didn't bother looking back i don't think i will so I went back and saw my picks and was like, to see, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm already feeling the same grooves as I was back then. It's like, oh, hell no. I was already ready just like to share new songs. Hopefully no fights this time as it was last time. I still die by that <laughs> hill, but we'll get to that. You can die on that hill if you want. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you can shoot me. It's all good. Um, let's first, let's, uh, let's uh, break some, break the ice a little bit with some recommendations. There was two weeks worth of stuff that, I need to get down and share. First, let's talk about some albums. J. Cole had a new album out called The Off Season, and it's pretty much everything I thought it was going to be. It's everybody's <laughs> it's a J. Cole album. <laughs> it's a J. Cole album where it's everybody's favorite album for the first week or two weeks, and then nobody talks about it again. I'm not saying it's a bad album. It's a really good fucking album, but it just sucks that nobody can continue to appreciate the fucking album because it's just like it is damn good but again nobody's talking about it anymore and that's really sad just like every other j cole album you know what album is really fucking good though georgia fucking smith's album it's called be right back and oh my god the song addicted the song it opens with is just so fucking good again she does a song my, my favorite song i was arguably my favorite song but i always do come back to it 
off of the Black Panther album, I Am. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, oh my God, it's just such a beautiful song. But uh, this album, the new one, really, really good. Go check it out. It's such a great vibes and art, some R&B stuff. Uh, be right back. That's what it's called. Then, what I thought was going to be something new, uh, Amine had my baby out, but then you look at it, and it's pretty much uh, a greatest hits session, mini session. It's not even a lengthy greatest hits. Um, I, there's only one song I didn't know. It was like the one in the middle. I can't pull it up right now. Uh, but every other song had already been released. So it's kind of like weird to call it. It should have been called My Babies if you want to make it a greatest hits album. <laughs> um, so there was that. Next weird one that I was like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. It was only because I haven't heard of these guys in a while. And it was Matt and Kim and PG-14. What? <laughs> yeah. And so, and they're, and they're actually labeled as two different artists. So it's Matt and Kim that we know, and then PG-14. And you click on, on theirs, on their profile, and all you get is this album called Be Kind Rewind. Um, but then you click on Matt and Kim, and it's like they're kind of putting it out too. So I don't know if now they're a trio together, or maybe just for this collaboration. I've never heard of PG-14. But anyway, I did get, give this thing a shot, and it's actually... Pretty cool. Like some chill, chill music, uh, chill vibes to just like lay back and listen to. But yeah, it's Matt and Kim and PG 14 for Be Kind Rewind. It was, it was interesting. Now, for the really cool stuff that I listened to after this, uh, Atercio Pelados, that I was really fucking excited for, uh, with their <laughs> song Tropiplop. Tropiplop is such a great fucking jam. Like for everything, I was like, God damn it. Her, like my sister called it, like it's crazy how her voice has not changed after all of these years, after 30 plus years. And her voice is just still the sweetest while playing like the grooviest of Latin pop, Latin rock music. Mm-hmm. And then to just get the sweetest of album closers. And I want to say, I, I guess it, it is the album closer, but I guess it's a song that they've been performing that I just didn't, I guess it just didn't come around to it. But now it was her turn, Andrea Chevretti, to cover... In La Ciudad de la Furia, which is when it, it's her as a backup vocals for the NCV Unplug that I shared for my mm-hmm. favorite songs. Uh, yeah, for Sol Stereo, yeah. So now yeah. Um, the the lady who does the backup vocals for the MTV Unplugged and her band, Atercio Pelados, in the new album, it's them covering in their own way. It's still so good. Like, I mean, I, I didn't want to just like almost think about it for putting in this one because it's already like my favorite song. And like, so it'd already be like, um, contradictory to, to each other but holy shit I did think about it like it's a great fucking groove or like how she just appreciates the song and just does it in her own way it's like uh, I really fucking recommend this one uh, whew, puts me like halfway guys it was like so much to share that, and that was just something I really I was excited for uh, after that I guess it came out a while ago I just it wasn't up on my list but Lisa Lisa from like pretty much like all the anime intros that you just know and love. <laughs> she had a new album called Ladybug and I gave it a go and it was actually a lot of fucking fun. So give that shit a go. And it's probably going to be in a new album in like two, two years. So, and just so you know which one it was now, a great live album that I listened to was Sarah Bareilles's Admits to Chaos yes. live at the Hollywood Bowl. So good, right? It was so lovely. You heard it too. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. <laughs> Dude, it was just so fucking nice. Like, let me like let me see. Like, there there's a like a good rendition when it goes from between yeah, like in the beginning, eyes on you to I choose you, and then of course into love song, and then her little speech of, like after love song, um, about pride, about oh no, about going to the uh, uh, the women's march, and then 
rolling into armor it was just like it was just so again like it was just fucking lovely it was like a great a great long set it was really cool and her interaction with the crowd was just really cool now going into singles japanese breakfast had savage good boy which is really cool and then sochi um mentioned uh her old band little big league and then we gave um these good people the album from 2013 ago and that was actually really really cool to just have her like just again like the sound of her being like in a band but right now she's just like popping off being a solo a solo artist or at least like in her own solo way but as japanese breakfast really good stuff Whew. after that there was um my girl snow the product had get yeah. money at, but as a feature with Cereo, who is where is he from is he mexican no they, no, that's right. He's or yeah, he's from Argentina. When they went back to Col- Colombia, <laughs> yeah, he's a South American uh, artist, CRO, um, yeah, CRO, um, and she comes in as a feature for a song called "Get Money." And again, it's just another product to her fucking thing. It's awesome, um, really, really good stuff. And now, two artists I need to feature. Uh, shout outs really quick. It's Gat Mooney, uh, Gabby, uh, singer to um, Taco Sauce and Juju Fontaine. Uh, her her solo stuff is actually now fully updated everywhere, and actually I can actually say that. And I finally gave all of her songs a go. So really, go look up uh, Gat Mooney. Really, really, oh my god, incredible! Just like mm. relaxing music, just enchanting, lovely music. Also, and, friend of the show, and also friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also um, another project called Community Community Towel. And a couple episodes ago, I was really hyping up this other Florida punk band called Guilt. And they were the basis to that band. I think they're just like going through a transition of figuring out what projects they really want to like back up for themselves. Uh, and right now they're really leaning towards more of a solo project called Community Towel. And it's like something just similar to what I just mentioned with Gap Mooney. If you just want some just really chill, enchanting vibes, just go, go to that. It's really nice. And then lastly, Madigan fucking Pussy's perfect EP named <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God. Oh my God. Madigan fucking pussy is awesome <laughs> everybody needs to listen to this goddamn band it is awesome so i basically listened to all the, all five songs on the cp um except for two songs like like there was like the two singles and then one she had done on a on a live stream called darling and is it a very and is a very slow um just solo song just for herself and but the two songs i'm so glad that they were saved because damn to lose you the song that's the name of the song is called to lose you it's just so nice it's like mannequin pussy does a great fast song like they they don't really do a lot of long songs but when they do it's not like they're not doing it they it's not like they can't do it because they'll sound repetitive it's just like they just prefer to like to do like their own shit but when they can do a, they can nail a long four minute song it is just one of their best songs and to lose you is just so cool and then pigs is fucking pigs which is called pigs is pigs god damn what i did not see coming <laughs> apparently missy marissa gets on the bass and bear the basses gets on the fucking mic and let's loose and i can't wait to see that shit live because oh man it is a very a cab anti-bully song and eric god it's just so beautiful it's awesome i can't wait to just fucking go crazy at a show again to the song it's called pigs is pigs but the whole thing is called the ep is called perfect by an amazing band band called mannequin pussy always highly recommend them and that's all my recommendations ha chris 
um, tell us what kind of music do you like, and then what what music you've been you've been listening to. Let's see. I guess like <clears throat> I'm all over the place. Like for me, yeah. for songs, I really love. This always sounds weird, but like the honesty in the voice, like. Yeah. You know, and that's why I was really happy about this one with covers because it's like sometimes you'll hear a song on first passing and you're like, eh, and then somebody else covers and you're like, yes, that made the connection to me. That's where it's at. I believe it. I buy it. Uh, I love lyrics, so I'm always a big fan of stories. Uh, let's see. Growing up, like I was a big Billy Joel fan. Like that was just like the soundtrack of my life. <laughs> Hell you know? yeah. That was, uh, that was going <laughs> that was on like, in the background, you know, so I was like, oh, man, that's why when they make the jokes on the boys, I was like, yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Um definitely like 80s and 90s early 2000 i definitely got into it lately i've been taking a trip uh going down to some uh early alternative and even hitting up some 70s um and then i just watched this movie recently uh what was it called again blood ties and they have two tracks off of there um let's see here jerry rafferty's long way round i just really love that one it's it's kind of got this like bittersweetness to it and then lee moses bad girl uh, and you got to listen to the full version like that <laughs> one's just way better and it's like man it's it's like when you're in that relationship and you know this chick's trouble but it's still so good <laughs> oh fuck yeah uh nice. and is that what you've been listening to lately or anything yeah, no, like, so, like, it's interesting, so I've got Sirius XM, so I, I don't listen to the radio stations as much as I used to, uh, mm-hmm. plus where I'm at, like, we get, like, two and a half stations, um, so it's just been a lot of, like, whatever comes on Sirius XM, uh, so, like, I kind of find myself uh, going back and forth to, like, kind of, oh, gosh, like, it's weird, like, maybe 60s and, like, early 2000s, so, like, uh, Lincoln Park's Bleed It Out era, uh, and then <laughs> yeah. jumping all the way back to like the Honeycombs. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see what else was there. I went back to uh, uh, Diesel Salcedo Summer Nights. Uh, that's kind of like more of a one hit wonder. Uh, recently, uh, what was it? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Curtis Harding's On and On. Love okay. that one. That's a, just a great pickup one. Um, Little Feet, they're a band, but I would say this song, like, it's funny, it's called Long Distance Love, and they did it, like, yeah, about the 70s, and that version sucks, horrible, <laughs> um, but I think they redid it recently with, like, all these, like, like COVID sessions where bands are kind of like, hey, let's just do something, and this newer one is way better. It's definitely got that more uh, the honesty to it. Uh, kind of getting into some funk with some Billy Preston going on there um and what else is another good shout oh i guess the band camino like i've really been gravitating towards some of their songs hmm. on the yeah, so it's, just, it's all over the place i guess just depends on how traffic goes like if if traffic's calm i don't do as much channel surfing but if traffic's crazy <laughs> then i'm like just hitting the buttons because i'm like i need to move <laughs> <laughs> awesome and daniel yes what have you had on rotation lately oh uh before i actually start i gotta ask all of you guys um, just yes. <laughs> because of what's going on and I didn't want to point it out, but I got to point it out now, but this question will lead up to what I'm going to say. Anybody on the show watching Hannibal or has watched the show Hannibal? I have not watched or seen the show Hannibal, obviously the movie. Cause it, you know, the movies I've seen, but not the show. Okay. Uh, Chris, Chris, have you seen Hannibal? No, I the haven't. Show? No, you haven't. Okay. 
No, I'm a bad bad Mickelson fan. Bad Mickelson fan because I haven't seen it either. (laughs) He is bad. Okay, so again, I didn't want to point it out, but uh, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. I can't hear Chris. uh, So sorry, Franny, I can't hear you. But I turned up uh, the volume on the mic a little bit more. And whenever Mm -hmm. um, Franny is talking, I just hear this warbling synth music and um, basically spoiler <laughs> alerts uh, when Will starts catching on that Hannibal is a serial killer. It's always this weird, <laughs> strange warbling synth music. And that's all I'm yeah. getting from Chris right now. <laughs> that's awesome. So <laughs> and don't worry. Someone finding out that Hannibal was a killer wasn't going to be a spoiler. <laughs> right. But I mean, it gives up. Somebody cut on. <laughs> yeah. Context. I love it. <laughs> so, um, nice. Wait, so that's the only thing you've been listening to? No, give me what you listen to. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I've been listening to is um, kind of some EDM and still my rock stuff. So Oliver Heldens, uh, Galantis, uh, My Chemical Romance. Again, always a Slipknot. Nice. Um, the Pretty Reckless has a new album out that came out about a month ago. So listen to some of that. And then just because I like some, you know, classical soothing stuff, uh, I've been listening to Seth MacFarlane doing his original stuff and also some of his covers, like yeah. Frank Sinatra covers. So he's an underrated. He singer. really is. I mean, he does have a voice for that. Yes, he does. Yeah, I, I like I like crooners, so <laughs> I'm all about it. And the stuff he does in Nora Jones is great, mm-hmm. too. Ooh. Oh, and since you uh, brought up Sarah Bareilles, he has a song with yes. her on his uh, Christmas yes. album. If you haven't listened to it, he does. <laughs> I'm sure it's lovely. Uh, yeah. Any any other drops? Uh, no, that's all I've really been listening to. Cool, cool, cool. And Keith, what have you been listening to? I'm going to start with something that Hostway is going to kick himself that he didn't bring up. I brought up a lot of stuff. Uh, you're going to be upset. Um, so and this went viral recently. Uh, there is a young uh, group of four school age girls who formed a punk band called the linda lindas oh shit you're right oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and uh one of their songs just went viral yes and uh it's incredible (laughs) it's fucking awesome god damn it best what's it called something racist boy stupid racist boy um they they did sexist racist boy boy. and that's the rage against the machine cover you're talking about right i don't know no they wrote it they wrote it because um, they talk about the okay, video. somebody put them on my feed. I thought it was you. Um, they have a cover of uh, Rage Against the Machine, and they're performing in the library. Oh my god! They yeah, had, they, had they a did a library. They did a library concert, is what it is. Oh, they did several. So um, but no, this one. One of the girls, like apparently, some boy in school told her that his dad said that he shouldn't talk to Chinese people, and she says, "Well, I'm Chinese," and she said, and then he ignored me. And this song's about him. <laughs> and this, they just fucking tear it up. It's so sexist, racist no. boy. It's so good. Like, Josue, I think, put this is my first concert after lockdown. Oh, my God. So, I, God if I could, that'd be so awesome. But they yeah. are on Apple Music, just <laughs> so you know. Um, so uh, I had to get that out of the way. Also, um, I'm going to check in. Our little group chat already knows this, but um, by that, I mean Josue knows. Um Whenever a song is seemed to be hyped for a reason other than music, <laughs> I tend to wait to make a decision on it because I want to w- let the hype die down <laughs> and ma- see if I really like this song. I remember. So it took me 
a little while, but I finally sat down and made my judgment on Little Nas X's Montero. Uh-huh. And for the record, it's incredible. <laughs> like, yes, it is. It's a really, really great song. <laughs> like, so um, I like it more than Old Town Road, to be flat out honest. Like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, which I liked Old Town Road. That was another one I, I was like, ooh, I'm going to wait for the, you know, everything to die down before I make a decision on this one. So, um, but yeah, really, really good. So I spent a lot of time listening to that this week. Good, um, finally. <laughs> I listened to three new releases. Okay. Um, and I'm really happy Hosway didn't bring any of them up, so I get to talk about them myself. Yes. Um, I listened to the Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo album. Oh, God. Everybody was talking about this one. How is it? This is like the biggest album on the planet right now. <laughs> um, oh, how do I even begin? Um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's... It's oatmeal. <laughs> you know how sometimes you really want some oatmeal. Like that actually sounds pretty good, oatmeal. But most of the time you're like, oatmeal is the last thing I want to eat. Like, that, yeah. yeah, that's this. Sometimes I think I'll, I'll want to listen to this album and be like, oh, that was really cool. I like that. But most of the time it's going to be oatmeal and it literally anything else sounds more appetizing than it. Damn. Okay. Um, so by the way, the way you know me, and yeah. then this next fact is something you don't really know about me. I, I hate oatmeal. How would I do with this album? <laughs> um, there'll be like two songs that I think you would really like. Okay. Because she has the lightest dusting of right girl flavor over two of the songs. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I think it was actually the first song, first or second song. And I was like, oh, is this going to be the whole album? No. Um, <laughs> It to give you an idea, her main, uh, as far as I could tell, her main co-songwriters were Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit of fun. It's a little bit of Taylor. Um, not enough Taylor, in my opinion. It doesn't seem like doesn't seem to have the heart that Taylor has. You know what I mean? Like uh, Taylor has now, especially. Yeah. Um, the big the big track is Driver's License, I guess, and it's. It feels like middle school poetry. Like she's in English class and the teacher's like, this week we're going to write a poem. And she forgets. And at the last minute, she's looking around and sees her driver's license. Like, boom, writing about that. And that's literally what the lyrics are like. I thought it'd be deeper than that. It's a little bit deeper in that she's like, you know, I got my driver's license and we were going to drive around together kind of thing. Like, but now we're not because we're broken up or something. But it's not particularly refined but there's glimmers of something there. Okay. And I hope, I hope she turns it around. If I had to compare it to something, I would say, okay, this is a very, very weird comparison. I'd compare it to Tori Amos, wow. but not nearly as polished is what I would say. She has Tori Amos potential, I think. So, yeah, uh, pretty good. Um, you know, whatever. It's fine. If, if that's your thing, I mean, I know a lot of people really, really like that album. Um, so, you know. Um, then after that, I listened to the new 21 Pilots album called uh, Scaled and Icy. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked it a little bit more than her album, but it was also very bland. Yeah. It's like very little flavor. Um, I kind of get 21 Pilots now. But 
I don't know. I just don't imagine myself sitting down there like, ooh, 21 Pilots. Like, you know me, like that Tame Impala album from last year. I put that on all the time because oh, like, yeah. that sounds exactly what I want to listen to right now. I can't see myself doing that with 21 Pilots, this album especially. So, Dude, give that Georgia Smith album a go. I think you actually dig that one. <laughs> well, that leads me to my last thing I listened to, which was so cool. Um, not one of my favorite albums or anything like that, but it was definitely after, because this is the, th- this is the order I listened to them in. So I was really like, man, I hope something picks it up at the end. And luckily, I listened to the new Matt Kearney album. Oh, okay. And it's actually really good. Um, like, I really enjoyed it. I think he recorded this at Joshua Tree. Um, so it's really cool. It's it's, it's like, it's, it's I don't know. Joshua Tree seems always really like. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw I love that too. Yeah, it it seems to be like the kind of thing that you like that really hits people's uh, albums that come from Joshua Tree happens a lot for some reason. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just pretty good. Um, I'm, I dig, I did dig it. So, um, that's the one I liked the most of the new stuff I listened to. Other than that, the typicals, your fickle friends, your Taylor Swifts, um, uh, Billie Eilish. Still, you know, I'm still trying really hard to make Van Weezer work for me. <laughs> and it's not that it's not that it's not working it's just that i'm again i, I if i'm gonna listen to weezer i don't think i'm gonna put this album on mm, okay I you, you know what i mean like that and the, it's not that it's bad you know what i mean it's just <laughs> that this isn't my go-to weezer album it's not even my top four you know what i mean like so hmm. i don't know but yeah uh that's pretty much what i've been listening to nice uh last minute shout outs that i knew i knew i had a little bit left i just needed you guys to say a few words or kick, kick in a few things so i can to rattle my brain but uh <laughs> i saw a live stream of fea today which was a real treat because they haven't really done anything in like over a year or put out anything like in over a year and they're like an upcoming punk band and then a few weeks ago we f- i found out why <laughs> turns out that the singer was pregnant this whole time during covid so that's why the band has really been stayed hushed so this is their first time like just doing a live stream with their new guitarist shelly and oh my god it was just it was fucking awesome. I can't wait for this band to actually put something out again, which they actually said they were close to finishing an album. Um, and then the last thing that um, it's not really something I listened to, but it was something that I thought one of us would actually end up listening to. And, but I will now as homework besides the Van Weezer, it's um, the St. Vincent album. There's a new album that came out. And I'm oh, gonna... that's the one I was looking for. I remember there was something I really wanted to listen to. Yeah. And I couldn't, I was looking through the new list. I'm like, oh, I don't see it. That's what I should have. I'm going to listen to it. I know. It was like the last thing for me too. And it's like, I'll just say it for next, for next episode. But we will be talking about the next, the new St. Vincent album next time. Definitely. Moving on to the beautiful jukebox, adding the special page. This session is superior covers to the original songs. Big episode. Because there's a lot of opinions on this. It's mostly about opinions. Because mm. can they, are they better than the OGs? That's, I mean, at the same time, that's why they're covers, right? But, I mean, that, that's why they're covers for it. Let's, like, let's give it a shot on the song. Maybe maybe we can do it better. Chris, what do you think about bands that have done covers? Like, successful or failures of covers? Well, it, it's interesting. Like, I always feel bands get their start that way you know it's, it's a bunch mm-hmm. of kids they get together they're mm-hmm. playing in the garage and it's like oh man let's play our favorite you know whatever the case is whatever was the previous generation uh you look at the beatles you know technically they're a cover band when they first started hitting it out it was you know playing in bars playing a bunch of cover songs uh, even some of their their you know some of the tracks they sold were covers 
Um, so I love it. I, like I said, to me, I think it's neat because you might hear a song and it just didn't click. And then all of a sudden somebody else performs it and you're like, okay, that that's the one that did it. So like, yeah, I, I dig it. Um, and plus I love it too. Like there's a, like this isn't on my list, but just to kind of give a different example. So like, I've always loved something by the Beatles. Like that's just a great song. It's mm-hmm. passionate. It's got ups and downs to it. It's got a great story. Um, and like one of the local bars had a jukebox that had the Frank Sinatra cover. And like, I had never known that existed and I'm out one night and this song's on, I'm like, I recognize these lyrics and just the way he hit it with his, his style, it was something else. So it's like, I think it's great. You know, I think it's, it's such a, like, that's gotta be awesome as a musician, but then at the same time, massively disappointing, you know, because it's like, Hey, I'm being tributed. But then like, if they do it better, you're like, dang, man, like they just took it, they just took it from us. <laughs> well, I mean, by the same time, you're just gonna have to like, hand it over when it's someone like Johnny Cash that just reworks something like her. And like, you know what? It's like, you wrote it this whole fucking time and we were just holding it off for you. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that, actually, that, that's perfect. Like, that was one I, I think about that. I think it was a, uh, oh, man, maybe it was like VH1 Storytellers. Like, that's that's dating my uh, TV knowledge there. Right. But, uh, <laughs> like, he was talking about that, like, when, when uh, Johnny Cash was going through the Americana phase. And he was like, yeah, I heard that. And it was like, it was a girlfriend. And, like, she moved on to a different guy. It's it's not mine anymore. And it's like, yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's what I always feel like about, about covers, though. It's just like, at least for, like, these that we're going to talk about at least like why they hit me it's just don't just do the same thing over it's just like sure like at that point you're just a tribute band you're like if you want to to really cover something better it's just like you bring something new to the table or something new to the song while still encapsulating the essence of what the original one is is loved for and it's like oh man it's like that's that's why that's that's why sometimes these hits and other times they can just be fun like bullshit ones like or, or just garbage ones like pretty much every punk goes to album for whatever category is just like they just literally mirror whatever the original song was but they just because they have fancy guitars or a fancy producer they think they it's, it's a better cover but no 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 anyway daniel what do you think about covers um i mean i love them uh if they're done right because there's some mm-hmm. piece of crap music you know um or piece of crap covers that shouldn't exist like uh I love the original Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney, but again, I'm a little bit biased to the Beatles, so um, I hate the Guns N' Roses cover. It Axel just doesn't have, you know, the vocal c- capacity to match Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. But I do love them if they're done properly, or if they take a good creative spin on, on that cover. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Like, the, the spin. I'm always looking for, like, for, for the spin in particular. And Keith, do you always like lean with the OGs over covers? Do you like covers? Um, it's kind of a you know, I'm kind of wishy washy. Uh, it depends. Uh, one thing I'll mention, and consider this an honorable mention because this time I did not go this direction. This way, um, one of the best things about cover songs is when we get a ska cover song. <laughs> oh, and now you like it. <laughs> No, I like. Remember, I added. Um, oh, no, no, I yeah. added. Uh, Save Ferris. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, it just depends. I, I want it to be unique. I want it to f- have its own like thing. I don't want a simple reproduction of the song. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, people who do it uniquely and make it their own, you know. And and this is the most important thing about covers, by the way. If I hear this, I don't want to think, is this the Glee version of this? (laughs) 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 Like... Like and so if it sounds like that, I don't I don't want to hear it. Like I I don't. It just sounds. Uh, is this or is this the kids' bop version? You know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I sometimes like covers. I don't like covers that are released as singles. I'll tell you that. I don't think. I mean, like major bands shouldn't release a cover song as a single for the most part. There are exceptions. There's actually exceptions on my list, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Yeah, I was trying to wrap my brain around that. Yeah. Sorry, just a Scott cover that I need to shout out to. No, it's not the last one that I said. One um, I, I just fondly enjoy <laughs> that I just have to like play it back to back with the other song I'll honorably mention later. Uh, it's I really like uh, Less Than Jake's 500 Miles. It's just yes. uh, really good. Less Than Jake's great. I enjoy that one. So You have a new album coming out. No, no, they're going on tour. I think they're coming to Phoenix, Ooh. actually. Oh, I actually think you're right. Yeah, I've been tracking a lot of concerts lately. Me and Daniel are yeah. going to be uh, uh, checking out concerts. By the way, the, we, we've had a text conversation, uh, and I think I sent this to you as well, Oscar. You need to come down to Phoenix. We need to go see Gojira, Poppy, and goddamn Deftones with Keith and I in <laughs> yes. August. Oh, my God. Fuck yes. Yeah, no, that, that lineup just sounded fucking awesome. It's <laughs> so weird. I, I love it. <laughs> so. Especially that, yeah. that new Gojira album, Fortitude. Mwah. Great, great fucking album. Yeah. Uh, so let's get down to our picks, guys. I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna go with probably my most. Oh, uh, 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 uh. oh, no, no, you're right. That's right. No, we have sweet ass honorable slide in picks from Super Dub Creators. Keith, you wanna hit us up with this one? Yeah. So last week I interviewed amazing comic creator running a Kickstarter right now, Terry Mayo. Uh, he's running a Kickstarter for his comic, Buddy, which is about his pug, which is based on his real dog. And it's uh, it's described as Milo and Otis meets the Exorcist. Because this pug realizes there's a demon in, like, like in the house, and he's trying to get rid of it, and no one knows what's going on. And Terry told me it's kind of about how, like, you know how your dog just looks at a wall and starts barking, and you're like, what's he looking at? And he's like, well, it's a demon. Oh, shit, <laughs> so, nice. And uh, so, so we did back it on Kickstarter. That's one of our Kickstarters. Um, so, but he's a really cool guy. We talked and I mentioned, hey, we have this other show. Our category is covers. Would you like to add a song? And he said, can I add two? Awesome. <laughs> so I said, yes, you can, Terry. So he provided me two. And the first one is nothing compares to you, but the Prince version. Oh. Ooh. And, and we had awesome. a discussion about this, but. He said Prince actually wrote the song and then she performed it and then he performed it later on. So even he wrote it, it is a cover for him. Huh? So, Prince. yeah. And then his other one, which is so great. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I, you might even know this. I'm not sure. Uh, it's by Richard Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. A cover of Down with the Sickness by Disturbed. Oh my god, yes, I know this one. <laughs> and it's on uh, what movie was it? It was one of the zombies. Dawn movies. of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, yes. It's it's like a loungy like, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. It's so great. Like He said that he told me that and I listened to it immediately. I was like, oh my god, yes. Hosway's going to love this. So 
Um, so yeah, that's the tune. Uh, Richard Cheese down with the sickness, and nothing compares to you by. And Richard Cheese, he does like the whole what a great big, range, you know, ballroom <laughs> yeah. kind of like Sinatra thing. So yes, that song is actually mm-hmm. amazing the way he performs it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 really cool. Uh, like yeah, Daniel, I'm glad you guys have heard it. So um, it's so good. But yeah, nothing compares to you. I listened to that too in the Prince version. Oh, we also had. If you guys want to check out that interview, it's on Geek Elite Media. And uh, me and him uh, talk about Prince, how he's a very, very, very underrated guitarist for the record. Like, he's a, he's a great singer and everything, but man, his guitar work is insane. So, yeah. <laughs> All cool. Right. cool. Nice. Thank you. And thank you, Terry Mayo, for your picks. Great. We actually open, open these up. Because my, my first one's going to be maybe the most controversial one, uh, only because of who it's being picked. But, okay, full disclosure, I did... <laughs> go back to back with these songs and did listen to the original ones with them to see if I'm being fair and not just being biased towards my love of these of these bands. Uh, but the first one is a cover by from Warpaint and they covered the song uh, from David Bowie and a song called Ashes to Ashes. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's, it, right. Exactly. It's, it's not a song that's like really particularly up their favorites from everybody from David Bowie. So it's like okay, it's like a passable song, and they actually make the song better. They like they, they damn sure make it longer by like two minutes. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like the sounds that maybe David Bowie wanted to get back then for the song. It's like Warpaint did it. Just like was able to have him because I mean you can just make any fucking sound now. But then it comes down to the song. It's like maybe one of the reasons why this one doesn't like really reach anybody. It's because like it's David Bowie's cheesy, like high pitch coming from the throat going, do you remember? So it doesn't sound that good because he's usually doing his other sexiness. But with Warpaint, with the uh with those vocals, fuck yeah, it comes down so it comes down so nicely. And the whole thing just becomes like such a great jam. So first appearance cover goes to Ashes to Ashes by Warpaint. Also, it was a recommendation from my cousin, Saeed. So, shout out to Saeed. Thank you so much for this one. It was just a, it's definitely uh, a superior one. Next up, Chris, what do you got for us? All right, I'm going to open with... So, this one, I discovered it originally as the, um, as the, uh, uh, the cover. So, Led Zeppelin's It's Nobody's Fault But Mine. So I just love that. It's just like, again, the story behind it hit me. I was like, okay. And, you know, it's just got that that great rock to it. Like a lot of people, like Led Zeppelin's a great band, but I've, I've I just like, I couldn't sit through a whole Led Zeppelin al- album. Like I just don't get like some of the songs kind of like right. this might be hearsay, but bore me. And I'm just kind of like, eh, but that one is really great. And it's interesting because like, you know, um, Led Zeppelin, like, you know, in their heyday, in the seventies, it's like, all oh, these guys, you know, they sold their souls to the devil trying to, you know, <laughs> be famous. And I was like, and then I was listening to nobody's fault, but mine, I was like, this actually kind of sounds like a gospel. And so I looked it up and it actually is, it's, it's an original gospel by blind Willie Johnson, uh, way all the way back in 1927. And it's like, no kidding. Um, I've listened to the original and it's good, but it's very like dated in its time. You know, it's, it's just like, this is what they've got. This is what they're playing with. There you go. The story, um, is, is what leads it. And so I was like, okay, but it's just like, once you get Led Zeppelin in there, it's just so good. I mean, the presence that they bring with the guitar, the vocals, you know, that, that little bit of an echo effect, ah, 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 you know, it's just like, man, I just, I dig it. So, uh, that's, that's the one I'm going to open with. 
Fuck yeah. It was from Billy Willie Johnson. Yeah, Blind Willie Johnson's the original. And then Led Zeppelin's got the big cover. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. And then, sorry, and then which one was the name of the track? Because I got the artist flipped up. Oh, sorry, one more time? And what was the name of the track? Because I got the artist flipped up. Oh, it's nobody's fault but mine. Cool, 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 cool. Thanks. Awesome. And Daniel, what's your first cover? So I'm going to start with the honorable mentions. I'm just going to spit fire here. Uh, Rocket Man, My Morning Jacket, Immigrant Song by Trent Reznor, Patience by Chris Cornell, How to Throw Him in There. And then it's going to be Rolling in the Deep by Greta Van Fleet, and uh, All Along the Watchtower, and then uh, Ring of Fire, um, covered by Social Distortion. Hmm. Nice. All over the place, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> the first... I would debate whether some of those are better than them. There'll <laughs> be a side conversation. <laughs> but I do have to go with Sail, um, originally done by Imagine Dragons, um, but it's uh, a cover by Double Driver. And I mean, I already liked, you know, Imagine Dragons. I already liked the song enough already, but they do such a good metal cover of it that it just gets you pumped up. So I had to put it in there. Dude, Devil Driver fucking rules. Hell yeah, they do. Horns up. They opened for they opened for Lamb of God and uh, Killers Engage when I saw them in two thousand seven six. Way back fucking when. That sounds like an amazing show. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if I can. I, I haven't heard this one, so I'm excited for it. And also, Soil Work was there. It was a four. It was a four bill band. Now, Keith, what is your first submission as a superior cover? Okay, so listeners of our show know sometimes that I accidentally give myself subcategories and end up following them throughout yeah um this is one of my most popular subcategories that it was an accident i promise um all of mine feature female singers love it um (laughs) nice my first one is and i think i no, i'm almost certain this is a is a repeat from last time we did this elsewhere um but because i absolutely refuse to let anybody else get this it's Valerie by Amy Winehouse. Of Mark course. Nice. <laughs> um, what a lot of people don't know is, yes, she, she did the original version that was just herself singing, and then Mark Ronson did the second version, but it's actually a cover by a band called The Zootons, which is actually pretty good. I like their original version, but Amy Winehouse's version is amazing. Like, it's, it's one of my favorite songs. I'm probably, you know what I mean? Like, I never think about it, but when I hear it, I'm like, fuck, I love this song. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's that's definitely got to be my first one. So you're going with her version, not the band one. Uh, I'm going with her version. Well, because the band one was the original. Oh, okay, now you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going with her version, the one with with Mark Ronson, though. Okay, 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 okay. Cool. The upbeat one, not the sad one. Yeah. Okay, that, that was my question. All right then. Yeah. Excellent. My next song is one. Uh, damn, I wish Crozen was here for just so you can back me up for this one. It's a Deftones <laughs> cover. Is it by the Deftones? Huh? By the Deftones or of the Deftones? No, Deftones covers this song. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they cover a song from The Cars. And you can get the song at the end of my favorite Deftones record, which is Saturday Night Wrists. And you know where I'm going? Song called Drive. It's that classic song from the 80s. Uh, who's going to yeah. take you home? Man, when yeah. Deftones does it, though. It's so much fucking better, and in this one, I'm probably the mo- the most biased on it because I do know I do know it on guitar, and fuck the first time 
I strum these strings, down tuning this bitch to, to 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 be hearing the like the vibration, hearing the like feeling the strings rattle because all the strings were just so loose. Oh my god, I could, I could just feel the song in my bones, and it forever changed the song song on me. Um, also, again, um, a slightly longer version than the original. Uh, but yeah, Drive, like, yeah, the original one's by the Cars, but damn, this one, this one by the Deftones is one I just like, it's just so fucking good. Uh, so yeah, that's my second submission. Stand by it. Love it. <laughs> Deftones, Drive. I'm going to check that one out. Dude, yes. Uh, Chris, what is your number two pick? All right, so my number two pick, and I think this one just kind of takes me back to like, I remember hearing this a lot when I first got my driver's license and like just the music stations, but a hazy shade of winter by the Bengals. Like that one, like when they rip into the guitar, it is just so loud and so passionate. It's going to move you. Like you cannot help. You can't sit, like you can't sit still through the song. Uh, it was originally um, a Simon and Garfunkel hit back in 66. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I guess it's like, like they're great writers and they do have great voice and song and honesty. But man, when the the, the 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 Bengals do it, it's just great. And then too, like the lyrics, you know, I look around, leaves are brown and the sky is a hazy shade of winter. Like the just the description in it, it feels like it's it's like a great end of a chapter in your life song. Like something happened, you know, leaving a job, uh, leaving a relationship, moving something like that is just one of those songs you got to play. Uh, it was heavily featured in the film Less Than Zero. And it was just perfect for that. Like it just, and it, it, like I said, it's just, it, it moves. So it's just got that, that powerful guitar to it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Nice. I actually can't wait to listen to this one then. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Daniel, your number two pick. All right. So this is going to be on the heavy side again. Um, have to throw Holy Diver by kill switch engage. Obviously. Uh, anyone that says Kill Switch isn't good, I mean, uh, Dio isn't good, is on my side. <laughs> oh my like, god! Like, he's not even like that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I, like I said last oh time, god. Dio has pipes, but <laughs> change the whole Black Sabbath, you know, energy that they had going on when Ozzy was a singer. So, but Kill Switch did it right. So that's why I got to throw it on there. Nice. It's one that I, that's passable. When somebody says that they prefer this one, it's like, yeah, I, I got no grudge against you. Like, I mean, it's, it's one I prefer both equally, and on a given day, depending on how I wake up, I'll prefer the other one. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, like, no hard feelings for this one because I, I, I do hella fucking love this cover too. This is uh, whenever it's so fun. <laughs> it is fun, and the music video, the music video is amazing too. So, yes, I have to throw it in there. It's what I consider, but then opposite of Keith, I feel bad for my bias towards Dio, so that's why I can't do it. <laughs> so, Keith, that being said, Keith, what is your second pick? This is going to be a very strange transition. No, I'm, I'm switching this order up. Okay. Um, my next song is actually a an artist that I added previously, I think, but uh, not this song, I don't think. Um, and it's, it's an artist that I think, Josue, if he didn't get a chance to actually sit and listen to them last time, he should. But Daniel, I think you'd really like this band. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Snake River Conspiracy. Okay. And um, they only have one album that came out. And it's um, 
It's a female lead singer. She's awesome. And then the one guy does basically the entire band. And they have a lot of like late 90s like ele- or industrial vibe to them. Uh, they're really, really cool. Uh, but the song I'm picking is actually their cover of Love Song. And yes, Ooh. it's better than the original. You, I mean, you mean by yeah. The Cure? They cover that. I am 100%. Yeah, I'm 100% saying I, it's and, better. Well, you know what? I, yeah. I, I got a question for you. Have you yeah. listened to the Amy... No, I'm sorry, not Amy Winehouse. The Adele cover of Love Song? No. I mean, have you ever heard, listened to music in general, Keith? Yes, <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> One of my friends actually put that on me, and that song is actually that cover is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah, I I really really like Snake River Conspiracy, and uh, they actually had two uh, covers, so it was hard to pick. Uh, but I ended up going with this one. I really really like this song. Um, I don't know because I I never I mean the Cure is good, but I, I that song specifically for the Cure never really clicked with me. And I, I'm going to say something really controversial here. Even the 311 version is better than the Cure version to me. 100. Like, I mean, I would have taken that one, but I mean, I mean, this one. Yeah, hey, l- like, listen yeah. to it first. You haven't listened to it yet. So. True, but <laughs> so 100. They also the other cover, by the way, is "How Soon Is Now." So, um, so yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, Snake River Conspiracy plus the lead singer is gorgeous. So yes, love it. And it takes me back to my high school years. So that's exciting. Um, <laughs> nice. Yep. That's my second pick. Awesome. Getting down to last rounds. Um, oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll save my honorable picks for closing closing thoughts. Uh, so for my last pick is one I just absolutely just fucking love. I just I love being entranced by this song because it just throws away all the, all the classical in- instruments that the other one just literally opens up with and just does its own indie mess with it but it's really fucking beautiful this is by mr little jeans covering arcade fires the suburbs Oof! do you just get lost in the instead of just being in some bulky suburbs that was with arcade fire you go to this other side and this this other set of suburbs with uh mr little jeans and fuck do you go for a ride it's really fucking good uh damn it's just it's it's such a treat the way she just like transforms the song but even just like by with the opening lyrics like the way she just suspends with like the first line in the suburbs i and it's just the way she just like leaves that one and she just like quickly comes in i learned to drive and it's like it's really fucking good it's like it's slower but then again a longer version than the original um just so y'all can just be in a treat for a better version of the song anyway as it sh- as they should be but this one is just one i adore and it's not it's just like hokey as the arcade fire one is but the suburbs my mr little jeans is my last superior actual one for the jukebox so yeah those are my those are my closing ones chris what are what is your last one all right so this one so the last two i i you know they're, they're bangers they've got that that movement to them this next one's a guilty pleasure <laughs> so like i remember coming home and again, dating myself. So like VH1 storytellers was on, I was like, all right. Hell yeah. And they had this band, Travis. And I was like, okay. Oh my God, Travis. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was funny. Cause like they had that song. Why is it always raining on me? And like, they were kind of downers, but they were still yeah. good. And I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. And he just starts like, it's that moment where he's explaining the song and he's like, okay, blah, 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 blah. 
And like, I think I went into the kitchen and then I come back and they're already into the song and I'm like, okay. And he's singing it. And I'm just, I'm enthralled by the lyrics. It's slower, way different tempo, um, more meaningful to be honest with you. Um, and then he gets to the chorus and he says the lines, baby hit me one more time. And I was like, no (laughs) fucking way. I am losing my shit to a Britney Spears song. It, I couldn't believe it because I mean, I remember when Britney Spears, you know, hit MTV, it was just, wow. Okay. You know, and of course who didn't like that video? Oh, she's, you know, sexy dancing in the Catholic schoolgirl outfit. You know, it was like, wow. But this song was just bubblegum. It was no substance. It was just there. It was just there to sell CDs and posters. I was like, okay, but man, the minute Travis covered it. And the first time I heard it was 2001. And I think they've since, um, I think they've since put it on their albums. Finally, like they decided like, Hey, let's, let's do an official one. I think around, oh man, mid somewhere around the 2010s, give or take a couple years. But man, the first time I heard that I was just blown away. I was like, no, like I, f- I almost feel guilty when I tell people that one. Like I have to be in a confessional, and be like, I like a Britney Spears song, but wait, wait, wait! Like the depth to it, and it just made me realize that, like, when people write songs, they have some story in there, but how does the artist portray it? How do they get you to like just dig it and get into it? And Travis just nailed that. So, like, do yourself a favor, listen to that one. It's great. Nice. Oh, I- I'm glad you finally felt that way, but. We are. We all already felt that way by by Britney Spears doing it the the original time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't know. Like I said, it was just it was bubblegum. Like, I for me, like, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. like this is. I get it. It's the mainstream pop, it, but it just it it was more like when I would hear the song, you probably get into the soulfulness of that that chorus, but the beat. But this time, it made me reflect on the words, and I was like, oh, oh man. yeah, no, I got you. No, if, yeah. if anything, like, it's like if anything. Out of all like pop artists, I feel like at least to me, Britney Spears has been like the one that music-wise has been like the one that aged the best, mm-hmm. music-wise, and then for that, for that, sometimes just like lyric-wise, they just like just become like such timeless anthems. But <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> anyway, Daniel, yes, what is your last pick? My last pick is going to be Disarm from so from the Relentless. Apparently, it's a TV show on Amazon Prime called Paradise City but they do covers. Mm-hmm. This song sounds what Billy Corgan should still be. So <laughs> Ouch. yeah, no offense to him. I mean, I also heard he's an asshole and you know, when you meet him up in person. So, but um, if he kept his voice, yeah, this is what he would have sounded like. Also, um, they don't really do creative liberties on this specific song. But the thing that really catches me is just that with with this song is uh, they bring up the instrumentals, slow it down a bit, make it a little bit more dramatic with the instrumentals, but it still has that amazing pickup. And um, the lead singer is a little bit more raspy than Billy Corgan. But again, this is what Billy Corgan should still sound like if... He was still doing his stuff, so it's an amazing cover, and I cannot talk shit about it because it's just first time I listened to it, it gave me chills. It, it was awesome, <laughs> and it was uh, what was the name of the song and who covered it? Uh, the Relentless, and it's oh, yeah, 
That's the band, and it, uh, the song is Disarm. Disarm, nice. That was awesome. Well, just so you know, Billy Corgan is still doing his thing. It just doesn't sound the same. <laughs> he just doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, I saw a live video of him that while I blew. like, he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. He speeds through all the songs, and that's <laughs> shitty because Smashing Pumpkins, they are a great band. <laughs> They are an amazing band. Um, <laughs> and um, for the record, Billy Corgan, is, he owns the NWA, the old school wrestling promotion. No way. Uh, he, actually, he actually bought it. He owns it. Uh, so that's why it's come back. So he spent all of his money basically buying a wrestling company, which is pretty cool <laughs> to me. So, yeah. He's trying to rush those songs so he can get back to his business. Yeah, basically. So if you meet, if he is a dick in real life, ask him about like wrestling, and he'll talk to you. He'll be your friend. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Keith, how are you going to close off the jukebox this time? I have two honorable mentions, and nice. these were on my list when the show started. To be honest with you, Ooh. Um, second time this has been missed the cut since we've restarted the podcast. The Killers, Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> the Dire Straits cover. I love that song. It's absolutely wonderful. It just misses the cut. And everything from the Teal album from Weezer, <laughs> but specifically, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. That cover is amazing. It was so great live. It was one of my favorite experiences live. I was jumping and singing. It was so much fun. Like, oh, oh man just that emotion is enough to make me want to put it on here but once i saw my pattern and i saw i had five songs and three of them fit i had to go with the pattern and i'm not upset with this (laughs) i saved this song for last though because it's probably my most controversial pick in that some people are not going to like that i say this is better than the original (laughs) (laughs) Uh, more so than love song um and i've mentioned this song on the podcast before it's by Sarah Bareilles, of actually, of all people. Ooh. And from her live album, uh, the one in the Atlanta Playhouse, which is one of the best live albums ever made. Don't at me. It's incredible. She covered Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Wow. So I mentioned this to T-Dog, and he called me, I, I think he called me a right bastard or something <laughs> like that when I said it was better. <laughs> He's like, that's one of the best songs ever made. There's no way it's better. I'm like, it is better. I promise you. It's really, really good. And it's just her and it's her and a piano. And there's nothing else there. And it's just her singing it. And it's in Georgia. So there's like a line in it. Left my home in Georgia. And the crowd like goes crazy. It's just, (sighs) I just love her voice. If her voice was a liquid, I'd take a bath in it. Like, (laughs) it's just so nice and warm. And I love it. So yeah. I love her too. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Sarah Bareilles. Oh. Uh, from the, yeah, that specific live album. Awesome. The one in Atlanta. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. She also does other uh, awesome covers on there for the record, including uh, Benny and the Jets. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, what was the other one that was always fun? Because she goofs off. If you're, you've heard her live. We were just talking about yeah. this. She kind of has fun when she does live albums. Yeah. And um, so she's goofing off throughout this, uh, this album. And so she uh, did... Love on the Rocks and Benny and the Jets combined, and then she's like Benny smokes rock because it was the seven or because it was the eighties and all this stuff. Like, um, she also does a cover of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which just misses the list. <laughs> so, yeah, nice because no one's better than Elton John. Hosway, 
I mean, <laughs> for a song or two, maybe when they do no, better, like, in a better version, and it's Rocket Man. Hell yeah, it's so much more fun. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, as honorable mentions go, yes, me first in the Gimme Gimmies, but Rocket Man, thank you, Keith. Um, and then last time, uh, fucking uh, Justin Richards had also dropped uh, Shake It Off from yes. Screen Females that they covered from Taylor Swift, which is actually a fucking damn much better song altogether. Uh, no, totally. The original sucks, and I'm the biggest Taylor Swift fan you know. So, <laughs> and it's just so much fucking fun. The way she says, like, you could you could have been getting down to this sick beat, and then just wailing on a solo to just being like, as a fuck you. Oh god, it wins me every fucking time. And then one that teeters if it is better, because again, it just depends on how I wake up. I absolutely adore the fucking um, system of a down cover of the Metro from from. What the fuck is that Berlin band again? Oh God, yeah. Um, ah, and no Berlin? It wasn't just Berlin, was it? Was it just? I think it's just Berlin, Berlin to be honest. I think it might just be. <laughs> so yeah, the, the the super sweet song from "I Was on the Metro." The that's such a great song. Uh, but I really do adore the original one. But damn, does System of a Down do a killer fucking cover of that song? Really, really good. It gives me like that aggressive ska skanking vibe, but I know it's more of a metal song. But I just, I just want to skank to this fast like a uh, chord progression. But anyway, those are my honorable mentions. Really, really good stuff. Now let's move on to. Oh yes, it is past nine o'clock. Yes, let's move on to new releases. Keith, do you see anything? I see two huge things right off the bat. I barely get in there. Uh, they're releasing the anniversary edition of Juice World. Goodbye and good riddance. Ooh. That's going to be great. Um, and then Exodus by DMX. Oh, really? <laughs> this posthumous album. Yeah. That's going to be sad. Like, I can't wait to listen to it, though. For sure. Getting um, yeah. Uh, of Mice and Men has a new album out. I actually really, really like Of Mice and Men. Of those, um, of those, like, you know, the Lumineers type bands. They're probably the one I like the most, except the Lumineers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is great uh let's see here lots of stuff i don't know so i might be exploring some other stuff Ooh, the veronica's veronica's have a new album coming out hmm. called nice. godzilla um you see anything i'm, I'm still scrolling uh, there's a moby album i guess moby <laughs> cool i guess it's like a reissue a, a deluxe version of the oliver tree album which i'm actually a big fan of oliver Ooh. tree i like his goofiness um, other stuff, it seems like stuff I've been listening to. There's a, uh, ooh, a Kali Uchi's, uh, Telepatia acoustic version of it. And, um, and then an Aman Amarth single called Masters of War. Definitely give that shit a shot. Other than that, it's just like, yeah, another Nightwish single called Music. But it looks like the cover to like the last album. So I'll have to like double check on that one, see if it's not a, a re release or something. Yeah. That's ooh, pretty much all I see. Actual Mano Chao single with, Chalart 58 and Cedric Maiton, Maiton with Free the People. Definitely got to give that one a go. I fucking love my show. Uh, other than that, yeah, I don't see much of anything else new, new stuff. Yeah, we'll see what pops up during the week. But other than that, moving on to the next bit, we would usually go down into, like, into the roulette, and we do have some uh, scheduled episodes coming up with meeting the rest of Geek Elite. But seeing as how by the time we get to the next episode, we'll be getting to Pride Month, we will be having a special Pride Month episode again uh, for then. So we'll be reworking our schedule for this next bit. It's going to be really fucking nice and really exciting. I'm so excited for this next episode. 
So that being said, that concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the coast and the great picks. So inserting plugs, Chris, insert all the plugs you have to and want to. All right, let's see. So uh, best way to find me is usually on Twitter. My handle is stuff I should say should being spelled S-H-U-D. Uh, definitely, if you're interested in what I've got to say about some of the new uh, mainstream comics, check out AIPTcomics.com for some of my reviews. And then just keep an eye on Geek Elite Media's website. Uh, Mitch and I do Imagine If, where we take famous stories and have the other company do it. And then, you know, just whatever. I get some free time to write. I want to share my comics love with you. Nice. Oh, I we should, we should talk comics later. <laughs> and oh, yes. <laughs> Daniel. Yes. Insert your plugs, please. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SuperComicDaniel with 8K. Um, <laughs> always have to disclose that every time. And then Danny the Destroyer <laughs> on Instagram. Excellent. And Keith, plugs. You can find me at WHI Podcast Keith on Twitter. You can find our producer Liz at WHI Podcast Liz. You can find our other show, We Have Issues. That's all about every comic that comes out every week at WHI Podcast. You can also find all of these at Geek Elite Media on Twitter as well as geekelitemedia.com and everywhere else you might find Geek Elite stuff. And I'll kick it back over to Josue to wrap us up. Nice. And I'm over on Twitter at Josue Reads Josue. But after that, thank you to the listeners for your continued support and this musical sharing ride. Follow us also on Twitter with at Geek Elite Media for all geek shows adjacent and at Jukebox Vertigo, where our public playlist will be updated and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with your jams and geek out. This concludes our broadcast.